1: 1053 FM HD2, and baby, it's cold outside. That snippet was for Tom. Miss our time together and singing when we do. Really, though, baby, it's cold outside. So, whichever one of y'all Louisians went and miffed off Mother Nature, please atone for your mistake. And bring back my 65 degree November weather, because that's what I'm in the mood for. This is Allie Lofton, and it's about to get warm and toasty here on The Food Show with your guest hostess for today, the kooky oyster broad oyster lady whichever you prefer doesn't matter to me I like a little kooky anyway and y'all need a little kooky in your life because it really makes for a more interesting day anyway I think but I won't be talking about my business today other than to tell you a few points which is I have the ceramic oyster shell cookware um, that are a flameware clay for the grill and if you're thinking about toasty char-grilled oysters, then I have your answer. Look me up at LoftonOysters.com. Um, I also have a cooking demo coming up this Saturday at the Southern Food and Beverage Museum at the um Ariso- Aretha Castley Haley Boulevard, 1 PM. They're free samples. So it just costs the price of admission, but it's so worth it. You can grab a drink at Toop at South. You can grab some free samples. We're gonna be making Oysters Rockefeller and the traditional char grilled side. Um char-grilled style, Uh, the Southern Food and Beverage Museum also just finished completing their outdoor gumbo garden space. It's gorgeous, it's perfect to grill on. They've got a whole cooking pit. So we're gonna be flaming up some oysters out there. Um, And it's gonna be a good time. So that's this Saturday, 1 p.m. at the Southern Food and Beverage Museum off of Aretha Castley Haley Boulevard. Remember free samples, so be there or be square. And of course, because we're getting ready to roll into the holidays, we're the perfect holiday gift, um, the perfect housewarming gift. If um, you want char grilled oysters at Thanksgiving or Christmas time or any other special party occasion you have coming up, of course, you can have char grilled oysters anytime. I mean, really anytime um, but if you have a special occasion we're perfect for that too because cleanup is a breeze but um, you know we're also the perfect gift for that hard um, to buy for person um, we're very unique in that and um, I think it's a spectacular gift but that's all I'm gonna say um, because I want to get down to food business um, but I I do want to mention, in case you all uh, missed it or didn't read yesterday um, with the breaking news of um, one of the most amazing grand dames in this city, Pascal Manali, sold after decades in the business the day felices decided that it was um time to turn the page for a new chapter um with their restaurant and they um sold to um a local um a local man here who runs the bryant's who run um an automobile yes ray bryant thank you doug um automobile um sales company here and um it was a new page for them you know uh, my family, my husband's family, um, Kyle, Lofton, and the Lozanos actually go back with the Day Felices many, many years. Um, Sevea and Virginia, who owned for a long time and then and passed it down um, to their children, Sandy, Bob, Mark, and Ginny, and who have been running it for decades now. Um, My husband's grandfather, Raul, and his wife, Gloria, um, used to spend many years eating at Pascal Minale's and then became very close friends through business. Um, My my husband's father, um, my husband's grandfather, Papa Lozano, owned uh, Marine Service and Supply um, for many decades here and um, they became um, friends through business transactions because the Day Felices had um, boats, and so they sold them a lot of supplies, they started eating at the restaurants, so they have, my, my husband has grown up with many memories there um, with his family and many fond memories and attended many family functions with the Day Felices, and it's bittersweet um, to see a page turned like that, a chapter closed, Um, A book closed on such an incredible history. What an incredible restaurant. I was actually just there a couple of months ago and we're chatting with them. Um, You know, I don't know how long something like this is in the works, but um, it's bittersweet. And you always wonder whether or not um, it's going to be what it was when when new owners come in um, I know I read in the news that um, one of the family members is going to take over from the family um, who had worked there for I think over a decade and so um, maybe there will be enough familiarity there that it won't change too much you know it's hard to see changes made to a restaurant like that of the caliber you wonder you know can it get any better are they gonna change things for the better or for the worse I absolutely wish them the best of luck I hope that it is um, you know something for the better and it continues you know the marvelous service and the incredible food that they did serve and so I want to open it up with if anybody has a memory of going to Pascal Manali's that you would like to share um, you know, it can be recent. I, I remember even just a couple of months, months ago, Michael, 75, he was going there for culinary, and I actually went there um, for culinary because he had called in so many times, just raving about how wonderful it was. And I went with my mother-in-law, Linda, who had grown up, um, who had grown up with um, the children, Sandy and Bob and Mark and Jenny, and um, we had a great time. They were very welcoming. The food was spectacular. So, I would like to just open it up to six zero six three six eight to share memories about Pascal Manalis, and um, you know maybe from your childhood, um, recently any memories that um, you know span the spectrum of. The six decades that they have been or more have been running um, the show over there. So please call us 260 um, 6368. And let's share some memories of, of Pascal Manali's. They really deserve it. Let's lift them up today. Let's give them, you know, the applause um, and recognition that they deserve for being an incredible restaurant in the city and serving us some amazing food. So let's take care of them that way. Call us if you have a memory to share. OK, a few more housekeeping items before we dive right in into today's dish. Um, thank you, Tom and Marianne. I know you all are out vacationing. You're probably not tuning into the show. You probably shouldn't be because you're on vacation um, for letting us all come in this week. Um I miss you guys already. I miss being able to sing with Tom here on the show. Um, Marion and Tom, I mean, as you all know, they bring something truly unique and special to our wonderful city. And without them, I feel like we'd have a little less sparkle here. Um, but everyone needs a vacation away um, from the grind, including them, especially if it involves seeing their little grands. So if you're out there listening today, Tom and Marianne, um, we miss you already and hope you're having a delightful time. Uh, so far this week, we'd have we had um, Chef Scott Craig on Monday um, from some of his great restaurants in the city, including Katie's, which you all know, Francesca's, who he took over, and his new place, Bienvenue. And I actually, um, have plans to go there for lunch on Thursday with a girlfriend, so I'm really looking forward to that. It's supposed to be my first time. Hey, if anybody's been to Bienvenue, Gregory. I know you all called. I know you called in on Monday. Um, have you have you been there yet? Um, has anybody been to Bienvenue yet? Uh, call in two six zero six three six eight and tell me um, what you recommend, what you like, Chef. If you're out there listening, um, I'm going to see you on Thursday, man. Um, I hope to have some spectacular food. Let me know what you'd recommend. Uh, so uh, Scott was on Monday. He had Chef Connor Mullins from yaya's with him out in that same new neighborhood at harahan and if anybody has been out there lately harahan is absolutely blowing up it's a darling neighborhood it's expanding all the time there's construction absolutely everywhere um you're constantly having to take detours to get around but i've been over that space i've actually been to yaya's and it is great food but i haven't been to bienvenue so if anybody has recommendations and have eaten there those guys are all over in the same neighborhood. Go visit local. One of the things that I love, um, you know, that that he talks about is eating local. And I know that we all do that, um, but it's incredibly important to support local restaurants here and dine locally because these are the people—not only the owners and the restaurateurs—that make this city what it is. But it's the staff, and Scott Craig is always 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 talking up his staff and that is because they are the most or right there integral component of running a successful restaurant and a successful business so go eat local head out to Harahan it's not a far drive from y'all you know it takes like 15 minutes to get across the city go visit those great places um, and then we had a really interesting discussion yesterday uh, presented by first-time guest hoster, um, but pro in the food, food world, Molly Kimball, leading the Eat Fit Revolution around town, along with T, commander at Commanders. Um, they were fascinating women, great conversation, absolutely loved listening to them. And, you know, I think when we we can't have Tom and Marianne and their um, incredible insight and expert analysis on the food scene here, it's great to have the diversity of other people um coming in and sharing their experiences and highlighting the voices of people in this city so um loved listening to her Um, i got to download your app molly i didn't realize that there was an eat fit app so if you all are out there on your smartphones and are trying to you know create a little more balance in your life um eat a little bit more healthy Um, in contrast to how heavy we all are going to be eating here very soon, then um, follow Molly. I'm going to download this Eat Fit app. I'm really excited about that. Um, and then tomorrow, you have Don, the gourmet neighbor, who's done this gig a time before. And he always has some great things to say about what he's doing when he calls in and chats with Tom and Marianne. So I'm excited to hear him. I don't, I don't know what he's going to talk about. But he's, he's always sharing some really interesting things. And then you have me today. And I have got a great show planned for you. Because I... Truly want to bring when I'm here. Of course. I like talking about my business. I mean, I'm I'm excited. I'm, I'm uh, jazzed up about my business um, You know, I think we have a really unique niche product but even more so than talking about my business and I've mentioned this before when I'm on the show with Tom and he wants to talk about it is I really love highlighting the voices and amplifying the businesses and the platforms for restaurants and um you know different eating opportunities this new whole pop-up revolution and food truck revolution that's going on i love highlighting those people and amplifying their businesses bringing them to you guys so you know you can decide where you're going and what you're eating and whether you like it and i may not always bring exactly what you're interested in eating to you but at least i'm creating a platform and this show is a platform for highlighting their voices and amplifying their businesses so you can decide you know you know, curate what you like to eat um, and how you like to eat it. Um, so, in bringing to you the dining and drinking to sing, um, scene that you all deserve, I'm ready to dish it out. So, I have—it's so crazy—I've got a big, a bit of a dichotomy planned for my shows. So, I'm actually back on Friday, um, but today we're going to talk about cheese and wine. Two of my absolute favorite things. I don't know where I would be in enjoying the pleasures of life without cheese and wine. Um, and with me today that are going to be in the studio here shortly are experts of both those two things. And I can't wait to tell you more. We're about ready to go to break. Doug and I are kicking it off with some awesome jams. Kicking it up a notch today. So uh, you'll be back with me, 105.3 FM HD2, Allie the Cookie Oyster Broad, and we're talking about wine and cheese when we get back. See ya. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 105.3 FM hd Two. Welcome back. It's the food show, y'all, 105.3 FM HD2. You're listening to your guest host voice of Allie Lofton, the kooky oyster broad. Hey, Gregory, out there for giving me that name. I like it. Um I think, it's, I think it's funny. So uh, welcome back. I'm Allie Lofton of Lofton Oysters. I told you a little bit about um, my business before. Um, so ceramic oyster shells. And I do like talking about my business, but more so I like talking about um, food and restaurants and drinks and dining out and cooking in. I do I cook six days a week at my house. In fact, the only night that I think I I don't cook is when I go out for date night. Um, which is not tonight, but I wanted to thank um, my husband, who I know is out there listening and supporting me. He's doing all things school pickup and afternoon snacks and uh, playtime with the kids after school today so that I can come here and um, talk with you all about food and drinks in this amazing city. So, so thank you, Kyle, for doing that. Um, I told you all before we went to that quick break that I have two guests coming in today to talk about two of my favorite topics, which are cheese and wine. And oddly enough, you know, I think Marianne, we joke sometimes that our, our brains are in sync. Um, she wrote about the last few days in the newsletter, um, two different cheese events going on. And so um, you all may have heard and, um, you know, heard talk about or, or seen um, or read about the Fidei de Fromages, which is the Festival of Cheeses. Um, it's actually in its infancy stages. So this is the second year that it's put on. And I just started doing my research recently because I wanted to go last year. But, you know, kids and um, winter time doesn't mix all that well. And you have um, everyone getting sick and ear infections. So I didn't make it. But this is actually the only second year that it's been put on. And it's put on by the French-American Chamber, Gulf Coast Chamber of Commerce. Um, and so that's actually who I have coming in today, and they should be here shortly. Um, they're going to talk about uh, two events that they put on each year, and um, one of them is the Beaujolais Nouveau, and um, it's in its 23rd edition. So that's been going on a while now. But then the Fete de Fromage, and so we're going to have um, – guests from their experts in their fields talking with us so until they show up i wanted to talk with you guys about um you know i know most of the time where everybody's getting their wine but where is everybody getting their cheeses in the city um is there is there a special place that you go i, I wouldn't say that i am necessarily well versed in, in buying cheeses in the city but i will tell you the three places that i go to um and to go close by, um I have Martin's Wine Cellar and Rouses in my neighborhood. So I live in Old Metairie. Um they're really close. Martin's Wine Cellar is right down Veterans and then I have um Rouses which has an excellent, I feel like cheese selection, but I I'm interested in what my guests have to say today when they come in about where they are buying um, or where they suggest buying their cheeses locally um, so if you have any recommendations 260-6368 and um, tell me where you're buying your fantastic cheeses or are you know are you guys not really cheese connoisseurs you're just kind of getting um, what you can find um, in the grocery store um you know, or is there a particular place that you go and buy them? Um, because I will say that I have gone a couple of times to St. I mean, I eat at St. James Cheese Company, and I think they have a great um, sandwich and cheese board menu. Um, but they're not really close to me over in old, old Metairie, so I don't go to them too often to just pick up some cheeses. And I think we have our first guest that just arrived. So I'll wrap up and then I'll introduce her. But I'm so excited that she's here. Um, She's going to offer us. Go ahead and sit down, Beatrice. Um, So make sure that you pick the right headset for the right microphone. So if you want to sit right there. Sorry, y'all. I'm going to get her all set up. Um, So sit down. Pull the mic close to you. And um, thank you, Doug. Um, so so where are y'all you buying your cheeses from um, you know is it something that you really you know invest a lot in because you're finding high quality cheeses at particular places I do love st. James cheese company so I do buy there but it's not super close to me so I won't say that I like drive out of my way and out of my neighborhood unless I have the time to go pick them up um, so now that she's here and it's perfect timing I am gonna introduce you to our first guest from today um, she is the new executive director
0: yes I am
1: okay Beatrice Germain of the French and I'll let her get all set up of the French American Gulf Coast Chamber of Commerce and that encompasses Louisiana Mississippi and southern Alabama um, she is here to meet us and tell you all about uh, Beaujolais Nouveau and um, and bienvenue, la commençant. Merci. Adieu. Bonjour. Um, so I took French in high school, I'm going to admit, but then I switched to Spanish in college. So I, I only recall a, a snippet of my French, um, more of my Spanish. But I know, like, once you all learn languages, Michael, 75, I know you're out there listening. Don't you speak a couple of languages? Um so he's a, He is um, a world traveler listener um, who tunes into the show. So I hope you call in today with questions, Michael. But Beatrice Germain, welcome. She's the new executive director. Um, I reached out to them this week. And so I'm going to let her introduce herself, introduce um, the event that she's presiding over in her new role, even though it's been going on. Um, it's the chamber's main fundraiser. Um, but she's here to meet us, tell us all about the event, um, and give us some more details, which is um, next Thursday, the 21st. So welcome, Beatrice. I'm so glad you could Bonjour. come. Bonjour. Bonjour.
0: Oh, merci. Um, don't worry. I'm going to do it in, in English. Yes, yes. <laughs> well,
1: all I know there are some French speakers um uh speakers out there that tune in to us, but yeah probably in english is for is for the best but it, please tell us more help. um okay
0: so um i'm beatrice i've been uh, i've been the the executive director for now a little bit more than a month
1: okay that's um, very new that's
0: very new uh before that uh I was with the uh, French consulate in New Orleans who so are in charge of culture, so okay. I'm not changing much i just Working from a governmental office to a nonprofit, okay. working with government.
1: Well, how long have you been here in New Orleans? 20 something years. Okay. You, you You're know, usually well here. versed in our culture.
0: Yeah, I think usually you say if you arrive before Katrina. Uh, yes. I arrived before Katrina. Right way before Katrina. I arrived here to organize a festival. So I've been doing quite a lot of festivals and work often with the French-American Chamber of Commerce to do their special events. Beaujolais was one of them. Mm -hmm. Muscadet Wine Festival became the Summer Wine Fest, which is another uh, main fundraising that we're doing for the organization. And recently, the Fête des Fromages, The second edition. I think you're waiting for another guest to come Mm -hmm. and talk cheese. Um, So all those events are really to help the chamber uh, promoting the exchange, the relation, uh, the international relation between France and US, mainly to develop solid business and cultural relationship between. Those two countries, but also mainly between Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama. And this
1: organization has been around a long time.
0: It's been around more than 25 years, yes. Uh, So there was on and off the, I remember before Katrina uh, working freelance in the World Trade Center in New Orleans in that big tower. Um, So yeah, it's been a while. Uh, It's a very good group of like 150 members, really dynamic. We all get involved already We come to all the events and I'm really uh, keen in doing French American exchanges mm-hmm. uh, so that's really the mainly we talking often about food and drinks but hey we're French right that's
1: right that's <laughs> right it's in your blood Kind <laughs> of okay um, so you have an event coming up and yep. I know you're I know that you're new um in this role but this event has been going on for a long time now.
0: Yes, uh, Beaujolais Nouveau celebration have been going on I think since the chamber started. Right. Beaujolais is also a very big tradition in France. So Uh, tell us some more about that. So uh, Beaujolais wine uh, every third Thursday of November, it's when the new crop is coming out and that new Beaujolais, Beaujolais Nouveau, is coming and you're tasting it all over in france and now all over the world um so you cannot open that bottle before you cannot have a bottle before right. it's not sold before that day so this year is the 21st of november um usually we have that in a bigger venue in like a big ballroom of an hotel the G W Marriott often welcomed us this year, we decided to do it a little low-key because we are busy with Fête des Fromages right. happening just the weekend before.
1: It's gotten, I mean, I know it's only in its second year, but it's gotten so big so fast.
0: It's, yeah, because, uh, you know, that was also interesting to see how the president of the French-American Chamber of Commerce came out with that idea through um, Mark Romig from the New Orleans and Company, who say, you know, we don't have that. It would right. be fun to have it. And boom, it's here yes. in New Orleans. And and now
1: it's nearly sold out.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's great, it's great. <laughs> yes, so Beaujolais. So Beaujolais, uh, Beaujolais, it's uh, an event with really low key fun. It's happening at Duggar House on Esplanade Avenue. Uh, and it's gonna be mainly food uh, from local cuisine. Um, some bars around, but also, of course, the Beaujolais to taste, Uh, some live music, a live auction, and it's going to be also quite an interesting
1: networking at that event. Right. And so to make sure we give you all the details, it's next Thursday. Is yes. The 21st at 6:30 and you can yes. buy tickets online through their website, the French American Golf yes. Coast Chamber of Commerce, so you can find tickets online there incredibly affordable. But what I want to tell and I'm going to admit you know, honestly here, like, I had to do some research on Beaujolais. And there may be some listeners out there who are very familiar with this, but this is the point of our our radio show platform is to introduce our listeners um, to new things. So uh, I'm honest and transparent. I had to do some research. Yeah. And in my research, I found that um, this event, while going on for a while, had a little bit of controversy about... Why the wine being so new and turned over so quickly? So can you can you give us more details about that? Yeah, the
0: Beaujolais—it's really a wine that's easy to drink, and that's more for the fun and the party. It's not—it's not a great wine like you're gonna have other like Beaujolais, well, like Bordeaux or you know uh, Côte d'Oron or things like that, where you have more of a delicatessen of it, like a really f- taste. You know, each time the Beaujolais come out since it's a new crop, it's it's too fresh. But it's they too have green. their it's... own
1: flavors and profiles and they're excellent.
0: Yes, so some are really you know, if you are in the Beaujolais region, yes, some are really excellent to taste, uh but sorry to say that, but you right. have to and be And they in the originated region to really... from
1: this part.
0: Yes. So you really have to be in the region to really taste Give us it.
1: one second. We're getting ready to go to break. We'll come back again in just a couple of minutes. We'll talk more about Beaujolais. We'll talk more with Germaine. Um, and we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Welcome back. You're listening to Allie Lofton of Lofton Oysters, guest hostess for The Food Show. And we are back in our first hour. I have Beatrice Germain here from the French-American Gulf Coast Chamber of Commerce. And we are talking about the event coming up next Thursday, the 21st, um, from 630 to 10, called Beaujolais Nouveau. And it's all about that release of the grape that produces this wine and one of the things that we were discussing while we were at break is that um you know there was a little bit of controversy um about this wine when this whole event started um and that is that of course you know if you happen to know anything about wine they do get their flavors and their profiles the longer they're aged Um, You know, some of the ones that have the deepest and boldest flavors, which what we were we were talking about um, is Malbec and and Merlot. Um, But I would say for me personally, and one of the things I mentioned is I don't necessarily consider either of those wines that are really full body and have a lot of depth and flavor to be ones that I can have um, several glasses of. But if you're talking about a little bit lighter wines like this Beaujolais Nouveau um, is that. They're drinkable. They're accessible. You know, they're a little less expensive, yes, but they're on the lighter side because they were harvested so so quickly. That doesn't mean that um, you know they pale in comparison to flavor, but they are a drinkable wine, just like we talked about on this show numerous times that we have drinkable beers. Right, it's sort of the same comparison. Um, so, for this event. It's a great way that if, you know, maybe you're not a big wine drinker, or you're trying to get into wine, this is a great event for you to go to um, that introduces you on a lighter side, on a lighter note.
0: Yeah, you know, this the Beaujolais, it's an easy wine, it's an easy glass of wine to grab in France, you know. We're gonna have that for lunch with no problem. Yeah, it's uh, just one glass. Just effect, to the fact you have your glass of wine right. a day, you can drink easily. We uh, all know it has health properties, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> you you uh, you can just drink a glass of Beaujolais with no problem. It's very accessible, and they, people were not really into the strong syrupy wine. This one is really light. Yes. And also because it's fresh, you know, some people in France will joke about it and will give... Uh, nickname to it, or even will say, oh, I don't want to drink that. It's too young. And and then there is a whole story about what you're going to say about the taste, about the flavor. So that's also what makes it accessible to everybody, because everybody is going to say what they think about the taste, right. what the flavor is. So some people say banana or <laughs> strawberry, you know, like there was a year that people were saying it tastes like banana. And it was like, oh, I don't know yeah. if I want to drink wine tasting banana.
1: (laughs) But I think lighter wines probably are an easier way to introduce yourself to appreciating different wine flavors. It's a good jumping off point to kind of figure out what direction you want to go because I have a lot of friends and family members. We all get together. We bring different bottles of wine. Everyone has their preference, um, but it's kind of easier to sort of um transition yourself into the more full-bodied wines especially if you're going to be drinking over a period of time to the lighter wines yes so i think this is a good way to start is at this event
0: yes and and it's uh it's also a a wine who can be matched with any type of food can be paired with you know meat or vegetarian food easily it's uh, it's it's very it's convenient we're going to say right there is also not much of a risk to take a Beaujolais uh, compared to another wine that might be stronger in taste that when you arrive to the Beaujolais you kind of know that it's going to be light and easy mm-hmm. so it's also that that's 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 really a wine for party
1: right. Right, um, and you know, if you're going to be at an event for a while and drinking over a period of time, it's really nice to start with something like that. So, so what else? What else so, goes yeah, on So so we the event?
0: as soon as you arrive at Duga House. Right away, you will be offered a glass of Beaujolais right away there, so that's going to be neat. Um, and then uh, all the we since we're not sure of how warm it's going to be, uh, we're going to have some food right because this cold snap just came in, (laughs) yeah. But it's going to be warmer Thursday, and with a little glass of wine, it's fine.
1: Oh, yeah, it warms you right up, yep, definitely. Well, I
0: I made sure that we will have heaters around <laughs> anyway. Um, so, for that, we have some really interesting people who are going to provide some of the food, like Cafe de Ga, of yeah, course. Love them. We have to. One of have my them. favorite in the city. I, uh, I heard that they're doing a sauerkraut with pork and apple. So that that's going to be very, I love
1: sauerkraut, actually.
0: Yes. And I think with the Beaujolais, I think it's it's going to be a different and interesting taste of the mix of the food and wine. And if wine. any
1: place, if any restaurant in the city knows how to pair food with particular types of wine, it's that restaurant.
0: Café de Gare know how to do it. Right. Yes. Uh, that, that's true. Um, we are also going to have Santa Fe uh, just next door to Café de Gare. Um, we're not sure yet of what they was talking, talking with them, they was uh, what they will be making, talking with them, they're talking about that fava pate like a uh, really interesting
1: dish we could well, serve as better a bread. Than and pate
0: and wine and wine, so perfect, and everything each time I had to talk with all those people, it was about how are we going to mix the flavors absolutely uh, one of the things was very specific about French people or you know like the way we drink the wine it 's not before as an aperitif. It's really during a meal. Mm-hmm. It's to pair really with the food. Right. So that's also what it's very interesting with the Beaujolais. It's all those new flavors that that's going to bring with those different flavor of food.
1: Right. And there's going to be music.
0: There will be music. Um, the yacht pack may have little issue to be part of it. So it's going to be fun. And then. Uh, you know, for sure we're going to have It's going to be a party,
1: you guys. That's what we're talking about right yeah, now. Yeah, well, we're
0: going to have to make it a party anyway, because if it's, if the weather stays like that, if it's sunny during the day and
1: need and to be warming, chilly on the floor. You're going to warm them up with, we're gonna with wine in. and food and yes. dancing.
0: And we have a really nice uh, silent auction also coming up with really interesting gift certificates around and uh, hats and, you know, a uh, bunch of people like Participating in that, um, of course, we have sweets with Maurice French pastries. You know, like Love them. the the miniature pastry or what we call petit four, and not petit four, <laughs> um, the French petit four. Uh, that's always also very entertaining around this table because between drinking the wine or having a little shock and shot in the cedar cup chocolate cup. It's always interesting. What is better?
1: I mean, I keep saying for each food item, but really, truly, what is better than chocolate and wine?
0: Yeah, and it's also something new. Uh, French people will still have an issue with chocolate and wine. But yeah, that's something that. All right, I'm missing that. Explain that to me. Yeah, with the chocolate in French, we will more drink uh, syrupy white wine or champagne less of the red, but it's starting to change. I've been reading and, and talking with some friend in Paris We were saying, you know, actually there is certain red wine who are interesting with some dark chocolate. So
1: oh. it's it's the the palette it's changing. Right. It's right. really it's really neat. Hmm. I yeah. mean I guess I've always thought of those too, but um I, I think that's just kind of what I grew up eating and and pairing together, so i I think that that's interesting i um, I've drank whites with desserts before too, but um, I always think of a deep, delicious red with mm. something with a bitter chocolate
0: but you know one of the good chocolate that I like it's a dark chocolate with some raspberry in it yes, I really love that so in a way it's not far from the wine right you get the yeah because you have mix. the same
1: flavor profiles in the wine yeah absolutely.
0: And um and so yeah, and then all the drinks we're gonna have we're probably have some gonna have some French cognac. Uh La, Le Marquis de Lafayette might be also sampling his cognac. Mm. Uh we may have some Sazerac. Uh, you know, it's just Really, just it's going to be a great,
1: delicious party time.
0: It's Just party, you know. We're going to have to celebrate the success of the future success of the fromage,
1: right? So it's going to be or so. It will be guess, a great toast party. because that's going to be this weekend, and then y'all are going to roll into yeah. that event.
0: So of course it's that or so. We will have Saint James cheese presenting some of their best cheese, with uh, accompanied with some Bellegarde baguette.
1: Oh, so that much. Oh my gosh. It just sounds all I delicious tied up together in one beautiful event. Yeah,
0: I have all the tasted my mouth right now. That's that's it.
1: <laughs> Can you all smell it? Can you all taste it? It's it's going to be fabulous. Well, if you all have any questions, um, you know, while we're hanging out and chatting, 260-6368. Um, just a reminder, if you just tuned in to us, we have Beatrice Germain, the new executive director from the French-American Gulf Coast Chamber of Commerce. We're talking about um, their events. Um, we'll, we have the Fete de Fromage um, coming up this weekend. But the next one, um, uh, just next week on Thursday, the 21st, is uh, Beaujolais Nouveau. Um, and it's a wine tasting event for this Primoire wine. Um, but, you know, you all have had this um, going on a while. What is it meant to support?
0: So, yeah, we are trying to really develop this exchange between France, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama, in uh, many in with business and cultural relations. Uh, so, next year, we're hoping that we will develop more of that French-American company's purpose, presenting them here, making sure that there is solid development here in the south, working more with, um, uh, you know, uh, different fairwood that we could have for jobs, showing the importance of speaking another language. also. Um, it's kind of rare now to have people who are able to speak French and make business in French. Louisiana is one of the states in US with really well represented with speaking French. You know, it's the heritage right. all over Louisiana. So it's also working on those development, making sure that we can promote that, that all those kids who are in immersion school here right. can continue and can have a chance to work in Louisiana with their French or just because they are bilingual. So that's that system, this educational system is growing so much that we need to provide some jobs and find a way for them to provide job. And besides just the tourism, tourism aspect. So we have. Yes,
1: it's definitely more than that.
0: There are several French, French-American French companies represented in the South, so we also want to develop and expose more of what they are doing and their message uh, so people can understand a, a little bit more what they are coming to do here, or what they are do, mm-hmm. be, been doing here. Right. Um, that's, and, um, and then there is other parties to do, uh, and to make sure that um, networking is going together. Actually, le- last week, we was with the Alliance Francaise de la Nouvelle Orléans, the school for adults to teach uh, French, to learn French. Oh, we i got to get
1: back in and brush up my stuff, <laughs> I'm going to talk to you about that after. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, uh, we had a very interesting um, roundtable discussion. There was a pharmaceutical uh, company from France who settled in Boston who came here in New Orleans to do their seminar, their mm-hmm. yearly seminar. They've been uh, set up in the U.S. for now a year. And they came in New Orleans and asked the Alliance Francaise and the Chamber of Commerce to be – to be the um, to to help with that differences that cross-cultural discussion in the work environment right so that was really interesting to be French been living here for more than 20 years and having to talk about our differences and putting them in parallel to try to reach the goal that the idea is to make business and cross-cultural right and
1: just continue our relationship
0: building exactly so you know as it go I hope that well keep you updated about
1: what's happening and there will always
0: be cheese and wine around
1: yes well you know actually I was gonna I was gonna tell you and oh oh good we've we've got plenty of time um but my next guest just walked into I'm I'm so excited this is going to be such a such a great show um but you know I had an opportunity today and I feel like If if nowhere else but New Orleans, but certainly major cities where there's a lot of exchange going on is I really feel um, so grateful for the opportunity to to literally be dining anywhere around this city and and interact with other cultures um, and have the opportunity where you're just um, sitting down over food. I mean, I might be sitting at the bar and hear a particular accent, right? Yes. And because I'm the person I am, I turn to my left and I'm just like, hello, I hear your accent, yeah, you yeah, know? But
0: you have to be in the South yeah, to do that.
1: right, yes, uh, uh, are you from here? Do you live here, what do you do? And, and what more positive of an organization and essential of an organization, and, city and especially in the metropolis like New Orleans is, to be able to come together over food, in a restaurant and have an exchange (laughs) like this, but then have an organization dedicated economically, but also um, culturally and community oriented where we're creating those exchanges, you know, for businesses to help support our economic growth. I think
0: it's, uh, uh, even if we're part of of a group of several French American Chamber of Commerce in uh, US and related to the one in Paris, um, even that, I find that it's always that thing extra that we have in the South and in New Orleans. It's, we do
1: have something extra here, y'all. Yeah, it's extra special. It's
0: it's always that thing <laughs> that uh, you know that big smile, that positive attitude, that hey, come have a drink, have a bite, and and that's way that friendliness, that's easy. Easily you breaking the ice. Uh, easily you come toward right. people. And uh, y'all think- going to be
1: doing that at Beaujolais next <laughs> Thursday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or continue doing it. Yes.
1: Um, but yeah, so
0: that's that's also what uh, I think it's a really perfect setup here to to work on those. And we have, even if we are different culturally between France and here in the US, uh, there is a lot in common with Louisiana, yeah. especially with the food and the way we do things and the way we talk about stuff. Um, and and that's true. We are spoiled here in New Orleans. We are spoiled, yes. With all the food that we got and also the dedication of all those chefs and all those people in the hospitality industry and restaurant industry who are really dedicated to what they're doing and enjoy it. It's also that part that, I don't know, I, you cannot – eat and drink correctly if around you the team was working is not happy right uh you know so it's also that in new orleans you have it yes. and and it's a perfect spot to do it so you know i think the food tastes even better just because of that at the beginning well
1: i mean i'm not gonna deny at all that sometimes i feel like atmosphere ambiance, and just the energy from staff and and um you know the people in the restaurant that are creating experience. It makes it extra special. Yeah. It's literally a, a just um, lanyap. You know, it, it, yes, exactly. it's lanyap um, as a part of your not, experience.
0: Even if lanyap is not a French word, that, that's <laughs> it's, fine.
1: <laughs> it's a Cajun word. It's
0: a yeah. I think it's more. I think it's more native. No. Yes. Huh? So anyway, it's, so
1: it's something extra. It's the thing and we that have nobody extra. else
0: will understand, and it's perfect. You right. know, in every languages you will have a word that is very difficult to translate or very difficult yes. to find another way to explain it line just resume resume right it, it
1: encompasses a lot yeah. certainly <laughs> Um, so if y'all are just tuning in to us, we're going to go to break here again a little bit, and then when we come back, we'll have um, my next guest um, that's going to be talking about more cheese and wine, my two favorite topics. Um, but Beatrice Germain has been here with us, and she's been talking about the French American Gulf Coast Chamber of Commerce and their event Beau um, Jolay Nouveau next Thursday, the twenty first, six thirty. You can buy tickets online, and basically, it's you know going to be an excellent party um, to experience. Um, a, a new wine, um, the release of that grape, and it's going to be spectacular. So um, please check out um, their website, the French American Gulf Coast Chamber of Commerce. Um, but before you leave, I wanted to ask because I am so inclined, and many times we hear our New Orleans because we have um, such a uh, special, unique cuisine. Um, do you feel like um, the the French restaurants here and the restaurants that? Um, You know are trying to create very authentic french food do you feel like they're reflective of food that you eat in france because we have talked about and i'm opening this up fair game we have talked about on the show many times that we have americanized french versions of food
0: well yes and no yes you have because you have to adapt to the season to the produce you have you know, the flour, the sugar, the salt doesn't taste the same when I go back home. Um, well, because they're
1: derived from. Different yeah, ways. and
0: then, you know, for example, your bread. If you buy your bread, we buy bread every day. Right, every <laughs> and, day. Every day we stop at the bakery after work and there is a line there and you buy your baguette. So, you know, you're going to buy your bread here, it's often humid. Your baguette will be kind of chewy and. It's, it's not the same. We don't warm it, uh, really. Mm-hmm. Or we toast it in the morning because it's a little too dry. But, you know, so yes, you're going to adapt to it. We're going to find here quite some interesting food was really close to be French or French enough to To be good.
1: Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Beatrice. We're going to be back. Um, We're going to be back here um, after the top of the hour with our next guest, Liz Thorpe, expert on cheese. Can't wait to introduce her to y'all. You're listening to 105.3 FM HD 2. Allie Lofton, y'all. We'll be back in a few. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?